Number 10 and number 24, switch. Number 18 and number 6, switch. Number 22 to the middle. Welcome to center stage. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the center stage. My name is Luke. I'm here with Ashlyn and Beatrice. And we have a special guest today, Miss Shelby Brusselback. How are you guys doing today, ladies? Hello. Hello. Doing great. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> We're so excited to have you on, Shelby. Thank you for coming on today. Wow. Thank you so much. It's really an honor and a privilege to be here. I'm, I'm very excited. So thank you. Cool. It will be awesome. Thank you. Yeah, we're looking forward to an awesome show. So how's everybody doing? Like, we always start with the weather. What's going on in your area with the weather right now? <laughs> my weather is blue right now. It's super windy. I had to, to do my cardio on my treadmill, unfortunately. Uh, oh. But yeah, it's super, super windy. Um, besides that, it's okay. I think that I can go to the beach this weekend. Nice. So nice. it's fine. Cool. That'll be nice. 3,000 degrees hotter. in Arizona. Yep, it is hotter than hell here. So <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I cannot complain. But these workouts, woo, right? they are intense. I bet. It's 93 bet. degrees here in Florida. So I feel you. Yeah. Shelby, you're in Arizona too, right? I'm not. No, I'm in oh, Northern okay. California. I'm outside of Sacramento. So it's pretty hot out here too. Um, nice. I, I live in the mountains, kind of near Tahoe. Cool. So it gets warm, but it also gets very cold in the winter. But we're we're about what, 85, 90 degrees today. Not too bad. Awesome. Oh, that sounds so nice. It's everybody, nice. Everybody has good weather except for me. Sorry, <laughs> as always, as always. <laughs> Maybe Portugal, one day. Portugal is the other one. Ah, <laughs> uh, buddy. Well, B, I have to you move said, now. B, mm? you said that you had to do your treadmill. You had to do cardio on your treadmill. So. Are, are things closing for you again where you are or are they still staying open no it's it's everything open but i have two cardios a day and they are open like my gym is open but it's only for one hour and a half so i a just can I yeah i just can weight lift there so i have to do my cardio outside but anyways i used to do that uh too before so do my cardio here at home and i have a treadmill so i had to go Unfortunately, because of the wind. <laughs> I hate that. Okay, good. <laughs> like, I love my treadmill. I mean, <laughs> I mean, she's there and, and yeah, she's my, like, my she, child. She called her know? a she. She Does is she my child. <laughs> well, it's definitely I a girl. I want it with my money. So it, right. she's my child. Uh, but right. I don't really like her. So I don't like her. Does, does she have a name? No, she doesn't. <laughs> so you didn't name I, her like people name their cars? <laughs> yeah, I have to. I have to. Never thought of that. That's so funny. <laughs> do you guys have a I name for it. your cars? I do. What's your car? What name? is it? It's Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I don't Anybody have a name else? for my car. Mine doesn't no. exist. You so have I have no car. No car? No, no. no car. Well, then your treadmill definitely needs a name. No, I use I my mom's car. So, yeah, it's a, a Fiat go. 500. So, That's you fun. know, super okay. girly. Hey, <laughs> super girly. Yeah. My, Cute. I love it. My Jeep's name is Remy. So That's a good name. That's a really <laughs> That's good name good for name. It is what it is. 
Yep. So, cool. All right, let's get started. So, Shelby, we want to find out a little bit about you. So, why don't you start giving us a little bio about yourself, who you are, your age. You already told us where you live, mm-hmm. how many competitions you've done. So, just give us some general information about yourself so the people can find out who you are. All right. Well, the <laughs> people you? will know. <laughs> so, um, like you said, my name's Shelby Bresselback. I am a amateur bikini bodybuilder. I'm actually a vegan bodybuilder. Um, I'm 30 years old. I live outside of Sacramento, like I mentioned, and I'm actually a couple days away from my second peak week going into the NorCal show. So super, super excited. Mm -hmm. Almost time. Almost. Yes. (laughs) It's been a quick prep. Both Ashlyn and I started about seven weeks out. So it was, it was a very fast one. Yep. Oh, that's great. I was like, we're about to dig. Let's go. So we're almost there, though. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Almost. What are we at? Nine days now? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, my God. How many shows shows have you done, Shelby? This is going to be my second show. So the first show I did was back in November with Spectrum Fitness. I did the... the Sacramento Championships, where I won my true novice class and I won my novice class and got second in the open. Oh, that's amazing. Ooh. Yeah, I was really yeah. happy with it. So I definitely got hooked and I'm ready for more. Yeah, we all are. <laughs> yeah, I know. After this, we all are. Seriously. I so, know. so tell us a little bit like what brought you into the sport of bodybuilding? Yeah, that's a really great question. It's actually there's a couple different levels to it. So Uh, first I kind of was exposed to bikini bodybuilding back in, I believe it was like 2015, 2016. Uh, I had just graduated college in 2013. So I just started like my, you know, corporate career and was kind of looking for a hobby. It looked awesome, but I was nowhere near mentally or uh, monetarily ready for that type of thing. Um, but it was my manager who had done a couple shows before and I expressed to her like, wow, that seems really kind of cool like the femininity of it the strength of it just the grit it takes to do something like that um that's when I initially got interested in it but I didn't actually do anything for a couple years after that um and the reason was because I was working so much and just spending all of my energy on my job that I just had no capacity to add anything else onto my plate um but what really sparked me to get into it in 2019 was a little bit of a scare with my health, to be honest. So I was super stressed out with my job, um, just kind of unhappy in general. And that was starting to manifest in my GI tract. So I was having a lot of digestion issues. And I thought I was really sick, you guys. Like I was getting all sorts of tests done. I was uh, getting scoping done. It was really not a good time. Uh, For being only 28 at the time, I was like, there's no way that my body is like shutting down like this. I'm too young this can't be happening. So that kind of started the catalyst of me needing to make a really drastic lifestyle change, especially in terms of uh, nutrition. So having been exposed to Fit Body Fusion a while back, I finally decided after four years of hanging on to Jamie DeBernard's card that I would finally just call and get a consultation and see if someone could help me figure out the Um, nutrition side of things. Because I had been an athlete before. I had been in the gym. I had taken uh, weight training classes multiple, multiple times. So I knew what it was like to be in the gym, but it was just that one piece of nutrition that was really missing for me that I didn't have the education on. So knowing I needed to make that big of a lifestyle change, um, I just decided to go all in and really push myself to do a competition. Um, 
and having that deadline really helped me stay the course. So that's really kind of what got me into it. But it was just the fact that I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> so <laughs> also, I, bodybuilding saved you. It did. It yeah. really did. It helped me turn my health around in a very short amount of time. Um, and it helped me level up. And that was the main reason that when I spoke to uh, the uh, manager of Fit Body Fusion was I need to level up. I need to push myself. I need to get out of my comfort zone. I just need to do something for myself. That's for me only. And mm -hmm. bodybuilding seemed to be the right thing for it. So here we are about a year and, and a half after here. and I'm loving it. So I'm healthier than ever. I'm happier. Everything's working properly. And I'm just, I've really found my groove and I've found my tribe. So it's, it's been a journey, but I'm very happy to be where I am. Oh, that's Heck super yeah. great. That's super great. And what about your short-term goals or your long-term goals? Yeah. So I feel like most amateur bodybuilders are at least trying to get to the national circuit and then eventually get their pro card. And I'm definitely one of those athletes. Um, so my short-term goal in that sense is to win my class at this next show. Um, I was in class E last time, so I'm really hoping to get that title. I would also really, really love an overall title, um, whether that's at a regional show or a national level show. Um, either way, I would love to have that accolade. Um, and then, of course, going pro. Um, and after that, of course, maybe like the Arnold and the Olympia. I think that's kind of like those next steps. But I really want to soak in what I'm doing now um, and live mm -hmm. in the moment of the regional shows and not go too fast, you know, because I have seen people just shoot straight up to the top. And I, I kind of want that journey for me. You know, I want to be able to take each show as it is and really savor it and enjoy it. Um, but of course, you know, I want to win. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So those yeah, are my buddy. short long-term goals for sure. Oh, oh my gosh. I love, yeah. I love the answer. <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> I know me too. <laughs> yeah. You have to enjoy every single step. It's, yeah. it's the key, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's, the journey. it's a great mindset to have. And I think that as long as you're enjoying the journey and where you are currently, I feel like so many people try and just like fast forward. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you can just slow down and enjoy what you're doing, it's so much more, it's so much better. Yeah. For you. Yeah. And I've exactly. heard people say that. So I'm trying to take that in for myself and not rush the process. And I feel like that goes for life as well. And so much that I've learned through bodybuilding can be applied to life. So it's really kind of helped me slow down and be grateful for what I have and just express my gratitude every day. And it's just made me a lot uh, happier of a person to just enjoy the ride, you know, and not rush it. So. Mm -hmm. good. That's good. Yeah, super. <laughs> for sure. Did we, so this, did we just this, hear Ashlyn miss nine shows say slow down is good for life? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. I didn't do nine shows because I was trying to go fast. I, know, I did too. nine shows because I was trying to like, learn mm -hmm. and I was learn. like well I'm already here I'm in the prep mode might as well just like knock them out but I'm just picking on you. beast mode though I would, I would definitely say it is so much more enjoyable when you do take it a little bit slower and like you aren't because I don't don't get me wrong last prep was extremely hard and it was very stressful mm -hmm. on me mentally because I just felt like I kept having to <laughs> dig like it's crazy once you get to a certain point it's like you really don't have anywhere to go to be honest like I felt like the the craziest that I've ever felt. Like I've never stayed awake at night because I've been hungry ever. Like I, I go hungry. I mean, I'm hungry when I go to bed, but I go just go to bed mm -hmm. and then I'm I wake up and it's the next day. But I was getting to a point where I was hungry 
all night. Like I would literally be laying in bed, not even being able to fall asleep because all I was doing was like starving. Oh my God. So that I do not, you know, I wouldn't put that on anybody and I don't recommend people doing that at all. I think that, you know, obviously if you're in a position and like you are strong enough mentally to be able to handle that and to be able to reverse properly once the time comes, Mm -hmm. then I think that, you know, it's, it's okay, but it's extremely difficult and I wouldn't suggest anybody to do that, but I'm glad that I did it because I learned a lot and, and I was able to stick to a reverse after I didn't like gain a bunch of weight or anything. So I was really glad that I had the mental state and the support that I had Mm -hmm. because it's hard. It was really hard. Well, yeah, it's more about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you're trying to shoot for what you're shooting for, you know, trying to get to that Olympia qualification, like you have to dig deep, like you have to face hunger, you know, that's just the level of where you're at now. Yeah. And uh, Jamie, uh, my coach would always tell me like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do another show. And I'm like, but I want to so I, <laughs> let me do that. I, really, I know I really wanted to. So it was just something that I really, really was focused on and wanting to do. But it, it was tough for sure. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. I definitely uh, don't get woken up by my hunger, but I go to bed hungry every night. But it's kind of name of the game, it, you know? It was a different level for sure. I've never experienced that. But um, so Shelby, if today was your if today was the last day um, that you had, what would you do regarding bodybuilding? This is kind of a, a tough question because of the Rona. Um, there's some things that I would do without coronavirus here and there's things that I would have to do with the coronavirus so <laughs> if, if today was my last day with the coronavirus here <laughs> amidst a global pandemic I would probably just put on um, a mini show for my friends and family either by zoom or um, have a couple people over to my house and just kind of do the show thing um, you know I'm almost in peak week so I might as well at least show off the work that I've done um, and just kind of celebrate the fact that I've done something as challenging as this during a pandemic. Um, but I honestly, I don't know if I would really change anything about like my day-to-day life. Like if I would wake up and be in my house and this is my last day, I'd be perfectly happy because of the life I've built. Um, so I think that's a really good thing is just being happy with where my life is now and just being able to um, take that moment in celebrate it and be happy with it. So, Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, so me much. too. And I want to ask you guys Put the on same question. <laughs> yeah, like, so what would you guys do if today was your last day? Yeah, I was thinking about it, and honestly, it's something that I don't know if someone should uh, have that uh, answer like in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but imagine that it, it's that it is true, and you don't know what to do. Honestly, <laughs> I I don't know. I would eat. Firstly, I would, I would. <laughs> but, yes, but that's definitely. that's the only thing that I know for sure that I, I would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> besides that, yeah, I would be with my parents and with my friends, like say yeah. goodbye, you know, say that I love him, them. Um, mm-hmm. But besides that, I, I don't really know because also because of the Corona, we can't go anywhere here. Right. So maybe I would go to the beach and just uh, lay down there. <laughs> and boys. I like that you know nice. with everyone like gathered and mm-hmm. and eat like do a picnic on the beach yeah. yeah do like a big a big feast yes. yeah exactly like celebrating life because it would be the last day yeah, yeah. probably yeah. it would be that thing that's, <laughs> that's exactly what that's what I would do I would 
I would put on a mini show at the house uh-huh. and then afterwards do post show feast yes. with everyone. <laughs> yeah, I, but without competing. <laughs> exactly. But I would wear the bikini anyways. Yeah. Even though I yep. was fat. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and super bloated after that food. <laughs> after the food. Like yep. pregnant. <laughs> food baby status. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Jesus. I love it. Okay, all right. So, yeah, it's my turn. Um, yeah, so next question. Who was your biggest inspiration and why? Yeah, so I have a couple answers for this. Um, outside of bodybuilding, which I'll start with, is my mom, hands down. Um, mm-hmm. She has been a huge source of inspiration. Um, she's a type of woman who decides what she wants and she goes out and gets it. It doesn't let anything get in between her and her dreams. And that has been really huge for me because she has, you know, essentially she's jumped from career to to career, um, but she does it fearlessly. And she does it because she knows that that jump will allow her to get to um, the life that she wants to live. And that is something that I really, really admire about her. Um, And she's just kind of taught me to not let anything get in my way. So without my mom, I definitely would not be the person I am today. So I have to give her a huge shout out. Um, and then my biggest inspirations in bikini bodybuilding are one, Miss Ashlyn Brown. She's my coach, uh, someone I've looked <laughs> up to for a long time and just, just a great human. Um, your work ethic is incredible and just inspires me all the time and gives me motivation when I have to dig deep. Uh, but I would also say Jesse Palmer is probably one of my biggest inspirations, uh, for this sport. Uh, when I first started getting introduced to it around that 2015, 2016 uh, timeframe was when I actually met her at the gym and she was like a few weeks out from a show. She looked really awesome. She was working harder than anyone else there, including all the men. And I looked to my friend and I was like, wow, I want to look like her. She looks like a badass. And she, my friend <laughs> turns to me and goes, well, that's Jesse Palmer. She's an IFBB pro. Good luck with that. <laughs> So for me, it was like, okay, well, who's Jessie Palmer? And I started following her and her journey and um, just really admire her and her grit. And so that's kind of like the theme of, you know, these three, my mom, Ashlyn and Jessie, is that these are really strong women who push the envelope and don't let what other people think uh, influence them. And I think that's really admirable and something that I really like. Um, showing that you can be strong and feminine at the same time is huge to me. So those are my three biggest inspirations right now. No, oh, that's so I cute. <laughs> I got serious. You're the best, Aww, sis. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cry over here. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> those prep feels. <laughs> exactly. Seriously, that's what though. I was about to say. Yes, a little <laughs> emotional going into peak week here soon. So if you could train with with anybody, it could be literally anybody, not just bikini, anybody that you want, who would you pick? Um, so this was actually something that took me a while to uh, figure out. Um, but after some thought, I would say I would love to train with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's just an OG. He's just someone that has really changed the sport for good. And for me, being a plant-based athlete, seeing his documentary that he funded for for Game Changers was awesome. And I would just love to pick his brain, just see how a plant-based diet has really impacted his um, performance and just uh, his life in general. And just kind of ask him about the good old days and what it was like back then. And um, have a chance. 
yeah that, yeah, would, that like, would be freaking cool it would be so <laughs> cool and he's accomplished so much in his life too so it's like even outside of bodybuilding it would just be cool to sit down and talk to him um but then sure. if I could be trained or if I could train with anyone in um my division would be Ashlyn for one um and we get to do that next week when she comes into Sacramento <laughs> and then of course I have to say Jesse Palmer too just because she's been one of my biggest inspirations and you two work really freaking hard so I would love to get my butt kicked by either one of you <laughs> you will about to the next yes week. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> I can't wait yes so uh, Regarding the future of the sport, uh, what do you think about it and also about the future of the, the division? Yeah, um, so for the future of the sport, um, more so from like an amateur standpoint, I think there's it's going to be, how do I want to word this? Um, because there's so many people now that are getting um, into the sport and just trying it and it's just gaining popularity, I feel like it could be harder to stand out as someone who's really serious about going pro or getting to the, you know, the national circuit. But then again, I feel like with that, you're going to have your people who are just doing this as like a uh, bucket list type of thing or something to challenge themselves. They don't really want to take it very far. So I feel like it kind of goes both ways. Like it may be harder to stand out in that sense, just because of sheer volume of uh, athletes. But then again, I think the physiques of those who are actually serious will stand out. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just excited that this sport is getting a little bit more popular just because I didn't really know about it until a couple years ago. And even then, like it was still really small and kind of a, you know, a smaller sport. Um, so I just love that it's growing in general. I think it's great because it allows for more sponsorship opportunities and just more people to get into the industry and make it thrive. Um, but then let's see for the future of bikini, What I think will happen and what I personally like is the harder look of bikini versus like, the softer look. <laughs> yeah, um, me too. Both of you <laughs> make the harder look look amazing. And so that is something I think the sport will go to without having to go to, you know, a figure physique type of leanness. But I really like that really harder like look. Um, and of course, posing, you know, it's already changed so much in just the last couple of years and even just in the last year where things are looking more graceful and more just put together. So I'm really, really excited to see how posing continues to evolve. Um, but I also think we'll start highlighting more of that like V taper. So things that you're seeing with Issa right now with her really broad shoulders and her tiny, like tiny, tiny waist, like that type of proportions, I'm really excited to see and how uh, women will start to accentuate that versus hiding it before, you know, because you used to, yeah. the posing used to kind of be like, make yourself look a little bit smaller. And, um, but either way, I think it's, the posing will, will definitely elevate. And I'm excited to see what that looks like. Yeah, me too. Imagine in five years or 10. Oh my God. Right. I always think about that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And like what the next shakeup will be, because I feel like Issa's already made such big waves in, in the sport with how she poses and, mm -hmm. uh, and just yep. the shape that she accentuates. So I'm really, really excited to see like what that next big wave will look like. Yes, yep, me too. too. Mm -hmm. That'll be really interesting to see. Yeah. For sure. Agreed. Um, so what have, what have you learned um, since you started competing or simply connected to this world? Oh, man. Um, that mindset and discipline over everything. Um, 
I'm really big on being very intentional with what I do uh, with my mind and what I consume and not just in my mouth, but like with what I see on social media and, you know, the news I consume, things like that. Um, but it's just as important to have a really healthy mindset as it is having a really healthy body in this sport. Because if your mind is not going to be able to elevate you and push you out of that comfort zone, then your body will follow. Um, so it really kind of falls back on, on discipline, right? So Mm -hmm. instead of being motivated, you just do it. So like a big shift for me has been what I have to do to now reframing that to this is just what I do. So I just, I just, I hit my macros. I go to the gym and I do my cardio and I do my lift. And that's just what I do versus something that I have to do. Um, And that has really just kept me going, especially when I'm doing like an hour and 45 minutes of cardio a day. I'm freaking tired, but like, it's just what I do. It's just what it takes to get to the stage. And that has kind of helped take a little bit of that mental pressure off. So I can just kind of get into that autopilot (laughs) and just do what I need to do and not think about it. If that makes sense. It totally does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I I feel the same. When you start being just like a robot, (laughs) you know you are on. Yes. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. You got to cut out all the BS, all the noise and just laser focus. Mm -hmm. Even when you have like food at home, like homemade things uh, by your mom or anyone, um, and you don't even smell the food, like you smell it, but you just just don't care like mm-hmm. right when I am like that I, I'm like okay I'm so healthy right now regarding yes. prep <laughs> like I'm yes. so comfortable now this is so great exactly. <laughs> so I feel focus. super good yeah yeah and nice. now yeah we have to talk about food uh, and yeah let's <laughs> let's ask let's ask what's your favorite cheat meal oh, or cheat food oh my gosh I love <laughs> cookies you guys <laughs> cookies and With donuts ice cream in the middle <laughs> I, Cookie monster. I actually haven't had an ice cream sandwich in a really long time, but that sounds great with how hot the weather is That's right so now. Um, <laughs> but my husband was just chiming in the background and he said donuts. Um, so especially jelly filled donuts. That was like a huge craving I had last prep. Thankfully, I don't have them as much this time, but cookies are always my go to. Like I would... Have you ever had the cookies with the icing in the middle at the at the mall? I think so. Oh my god, those are the best. Oh, those are honestly. my favorite. The it's like a cookie sandwich with the icing mm-hmm. in the middle. Yeah, I know. Yes, <laughs> any cookie. Honestly, I would risk it all for cookies. Like that is <laughs> my weakness. That's my Achilles heel. <laughs> so, risk it all. Yeah, I have to be really careful. As I have a couple friends who love baking cookies and they're considering opening up their own online cookie store, and they <laughs> keep bringing cookies know. over here. I'm like, you need to stop. That's <laughs> dangerous. That's very dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> Very tempting, but I told them when I'm in my off season, I will definitely be a taste tester. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. outside of cookies, <laughs> honestly, cereal or anything crunchy is really my favorite thing. Um, I feel like I could sit and eat a whole box of cereal to myself. Um, it's just oh my so god, yes. it's the crunch, you, you know, cereal queen. <laughs> the crunch. Yes, I so, hear you, girl. Mm-hmm. That's what I miss. What is? <laughs> what's your guys' favorite cheat food? I that's so difficult. I know there's so many good things. <laughs> I mean, it depends on my mood, I would say. Sometimes I really want sushi or sometimes I want a burger or pizza, whatever. Mm. Uh, But, for example, tomorrow I have a free meal um, and we will just make some barbecue, like clean food. I really want like huge amounts of sweet potato, like baked Mm -hmm. sweet sweet potato. Um, And yeah, besides that, I really like uh, cereals too with milk, like almond milk. 
Uh-huh. It's yes. amazing. And some stuff that we have here, uh, I think it's Portuguese, it's called Serelac, which is like um, that powder that we give to the babies, you know. Mm-hmm. But mixed with uh, with a little bit of water, it's like it's like oatmeal, but it's super calorie dense. It's super good. Interesting. Um, and yeah, stuff like that, super <laughs> calorie dense. I just don't mm-hmm. like deep fried stuff like donuts. I don't really appreciate them mm-hmm. um, or churros. Yeah, stuff like that that are deep fried, like really deep fried, and have like something outside you know uh-huh. a crunchy thing outside but deep fried i don't really like it but besides that everything is welcomed <laughs> yes yes <laughs> but you're more of the savory savory cheap food gal yeah oh yeah i'm, I'm a sweets for sure i'm on cheesecake all the way mm. oh, <laughs> so good good thing we're going to the cheesecake factory <laughs> yes we are i'm glad we What's don't have it What's your favorite diet meal then? Oh, man. Um, so I have a couple um, things that have to be in my daily, like, routine. Um, for one is PB&J, like, cream of rice. I love that. I mix my, oh, yeah. like, plant-based protein powder in there, and it's just freaking delicious. Um, but then I also really like oats with zucchini and um, blueberries. Because blueberries and strawberries are so low-cal that I try to add those on there just for a little bit of volume. Um, yep. but my low carb favorite meal right now is barbecue tofu. So I'll just take a block of tofu and fry it up on the pan with no oils or anything, get it kind of crispy and then smother it in G Hughes sugar-free barbecue sauce. And that's what I end my day with. And it's really, really good. Really good. That sauce is so yummy. It's so good. And I can't have a lot of carbs before I go to bed or I like hold water really crazy. So I try to have like a pretty like heavy protein meal before bed and then I'll be fine. So that's usually what I end my day with. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, now I need to know what your guys' favorite All right. <laughs> <laughs> now we were thinking about food, you know. Yes. The brain stops. It does. <laughs> <laughs> favorite diet pick. food is definitely sweet potato mm. and oats for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And protein powder. Mm. Yeah. I really like it too. Protein powder? <laughs> yeah, you like can mix it into stuff. stuff. It's not like just the protein powder. <laughs> this is a dry <laughs> scoop of protein I mean, powder. Like, <laughs> no, dry. Oh no, I don't like it dry. It, it sticks to the to the teeth. You know, it's it's sticks terrible. No, <laughs> not a good time. <laughs> no, it's not these, good. It's not mom, good. I already tried it. I already tried it. It's not you good. like in the laundry room, just shoveling handfuls of powder. <laughs> in your- <laughs> Look, my I'm mom starving. eats my protein. My mom eats my protein. I have oh to buy God. her protein. Okay? Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> so she's the cute. psycho here. Not me. Not me. <laughs> so, if you could pick only one food, what would it be? Jesus, so many questions about food. Who made these questions? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, man, I was that's... doing my cardio. <laughs> That is a tough question. Um, since I have a ton of food sensitivities, there's things that I can't eat anyways, like gluten or like dairy. So if I could not have any of those sensitivities, I would definitely eat pizza. Like that is definitely top of the list um, or mac and cheese. Those are two things that I can't have anymore, but I would love to just go in and have a whole tray of it to myself. Um, but with my food sensitivities, I would probably say... Oh gosh, I don't even know. 
<laughs> potatoes. Uh, that's kind of a hard <laughs> potatoes. question. Potatoes. <laughs> I'm a carb baby. Just the potatoes. I love my. Like... So yesterday I had potatoes air fried, and then I put um, avocado on top, and that was like such a good. Oh meal my god, it's amazing. Yeah, that yeah, mashed good. avocado. It's so good. Mm. Yep. With cinnamon on top, it's even better. Oh, oh. with never you have to try cinnamon it. on avocado. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really good. Hmm. I put uh, avocado, yeah, on top of um, egg whites <laughs> cooked in the microwave, oh. and then with yeah, it's my pre-bed meal, mm-hmm. um, and with cinnamon, of course, on top. Oh. It's really good. You have to try. I it. will. I'll definitely try it. It's funny you say that. Because yeah, it's really good. My friends who make their cookies, they made an avocado cookie. So they like substituted the butter out and put an avocado instead. Um, but I've just, I, I don't really ever think of it as being like a sweet thing, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah. I really like it. Like being sweet. I, I never eat it uh, with salt or something savory, actually. I love avocado with salt. It's so mm-hmm. good. Chili <laughs> flakes and a little bit of lemon on there. Mm-hmm. Yummy. <laughs> so, you know, make oh, yeah. Now. With nachos too. It's almost so. mealtime. Can you tell yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. What is your favorite workout? Okay, so I couldn't pick just one, so I split this into upper body, lower body, and cardio. <laughs> um, so okay, let's just start. There we go. So upper body would have to be probably shoulder press or Arnold press. Um, love those to bring my shoulders up as well as lateral raises. So that's not one, but you know anything involving shoulders. <laughs> Um, my lower body would probably be cable hamstring pull throughs. I get a lot of really good engagement in my hamstrings and my glutes. And typically I feel like everyone for lower body, especially in bikini would say hip thrust, but that's just not my business. So I don't like those as much mm-hmm. as I do the cable hamstring pull throughs because I can go really slow in the negative and really feel that stretch. Um, so I like that mind muscle connection. I get with it a lot better. Um, and then for cardio has to be sprints. Um, I always feel like such a badass when I'm done, even though I struggled and my little legs can only run so fast. Um, but I just (laughs) feel so strong and powerful after, and I never liked running before. So now that I do like running, um, it's definitely my favorite. I love sprints. Oh, that's amazing. Uh I don't do sprints. I have to tell my coach. (laughs) They're my absolute favorite. They're so great. You just get so many endorphins afterwards and you're all sweaty and it's it goes by so fast so for me i love it's like things. a high for sure oh, yeah. i imagine with shreddable like jesus oh, oh yeah. i know that's, me, that's literally me every day with shreddable i'm like dying and i'm doing these friends <laughs> but i also feel so amazing like mm-hmm. superwoman oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely a really empowering exactly. workout mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah the last one is uh what do you think you have to change and how are you playing planning to improve that oh man so like in terms of my physique Mm -hmm. okay um that's hard to say I feel like everything needs to be improved on because I'm still so new into the sport Um, but my last feedback was to bring up my upper body and fill out my glutes more um my quads are they have always been developed (laughs) they're crazy so I definitely don't need to do anything with my quads but I would probably say my hamstrings need to develop a little bit more. I could fill out my glutes um, and I would love to get a shredded back. Um, So it's really just that whole posterior chain and then my posing. Um, I I don't feel like posing is ever going to be something that you really master and get perfect at because it can always be improved, but so is everything Mm -hmm. in bodybuilding. So exactly. Yeah. Um, And then outside of my physique, you know, mindset. Um, 
definitely always trying to get those mental gains as well and just continue to push myself and show myself what I'm capable of when I feel like I can't go anymore. So it's, it's really hard to say because I love bodybuilding because it's that constant, you know, seeking to improve yourself in every way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So it's hard. There's always room for that. Mm -hmm. Yes. But I would maybe even refer this question to Ashlyn and say, Ashlyn coach, what do I need to improve on? (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy because whenever we started together, I mean, I've posted, you know, a transformation of Shelby on my page before, and I'm just blown away by just in, in the posing too itself. But I mean, her physique has come so, so, so far in, in a short period of time. Even the last time that she got on stage, I was there. So I got to see her compete for the first time and I wasn't coaching her at that show, um, but I did get to see her and and she just looks so flawless on stage like she just has such a beautiful unique look because she's so pretty and just just everything goes together so there's little things obviously as you grow and you develop um and as you get comfortable with yourself and once you start developing you know more muscle in certain area you're gonna have to change your posing so right you know we had an improvement season and and she grew so much in her improvement season that we had to change basically her whole entire routine. Yep. Um, and it just, I mean, it's like night and day different. She just looks so incredible. So I can't wait to like see this stuff, but you, you named it. I mean, we just got to get, you know, more depth in your glutes. And then obviously your lats could be a little bit bigger Mm -hmm. to have that more of a taper and posing is always going to evolve as you, as your physique grows. So we just always constantly work on that, but Mm -hmm. it's come so far. Thank you. Yeah. I'm I'm honestly (laughs) like that has been the most fascinating thing for me is to actually see those comparisons now, because I don't know about you guys, but like, since it's only my second show, I've had nightmares of literally going back up on stage and not having any improvements in my physique. And it's like a legitimate nightmare um, because I have worked so hard to make the changes the judges have asked. But do you ever go through that where you're like, I don't know if this is like changing or if this part of my physique is, you know, growing fast enough is it's just kind of a, a a it's a mental game for sure. Yeah, everyone and you see thinks, yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You see yourself every day. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's been crazy. So, it's definitely fascinating, though, like actually now being able to have one show under my belt and see the changes I've made is it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So it's definitely keeps me wanting to do more. So it's fun. Yeah, yeah I definitely that's so great. that way, too. I've always felt that way. Like, I'm always like, man, do I even look different? And then I compare myself and I'm like, holy moly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, so it's, yeah. that's why I love taking progress pictures, because it's mm-hmm. so motivating to look to look at the difference and be like, wow, I really am making a change because you see yourself every day. And it's not like you feel that much different. Right. I mean, you pretty much feel the same. So it's cool. Yeah, I love it. It's fascinating for sure. Mm hmm. I feel the same. So our questions are done. Now it's your turn. Yay! Let's change the roles. Perfect. <laughs> the role papers. All right. So I have just a, a few questions here, um, but it actually kind of segues really nicely. So what has been the most challenging muscle group for you guys to grow in your career so far? Well, uh, for me, definitely glutes, because uh, since the very beginning, they uh, have been my priority and even more every day, I think. Uh, Genetically, I am not gifted uh, when it comes to glutes, and it's always been hard for me uh, to keep them full or big enough and still uh, lean down for a show. So they would always look like uh, 
babies, I would say. <laughs> I would call them babies. <laughs> and, and yeah, I've been training them pretty much three times a week uh, since I started competing and even before, if I'm not wrong. Uh, and just now, after three years um, of my uh, comparing to my the date of my first show, I started really noticing big changes. Uh, and I believe that happened because during quarantine, like bless quarantine, um, I didn't have much equipment or weight at home, so I had to look for another other ways of getting a good workout in. So I focused more on mind muscle connection. <laughs> on muscle contraction, time under tension, stuff like that, and different varieties um, and differently uh, different exercises too, I would say. Um, and yeah, I did a lot of research regarding the science of it. And I even bought a book about glutes. Oh, wow. And it, it, it is like uh, from Brett Contreras, mm -hmm. if I'm not wrong, like yeah. the glute lab. Yeah. Uh, it, it is like 400 pages or something like that. I just bought it and I'm going down <laughs> with the glutes. Wow. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, my answer is glutes and you you're gonna, have to let, you're gonna have to let me know how you like that book yeah i need to grow my boots I mean, too i mean they everyone says that the book is amazing and i think that two girls here in portugal so that you can like notice how small my country is two girls here in portugal have the book and i asked them if they could um sell me the book because if they if they didn't use it anymore you know uh, I could like keep it and just buy it here instead of ordering and paying for the shipping and stuff like that so they just told me that they weren't going to buy uh to buy to sell the the book because it was like um I don't know it was sacred for them <laughs> uh, and it is it, <laughs> it is really good it's it's full of information too and it's worth it Uh, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to reading it. Nice. Well, that's yep. awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we might have lost Ashlyn. We did. She dropped off. I am. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going to try to get her back. Come back, Ash. See yeah. what happens. We need to. <laughs> <laughs> There was all kinds of noise going on in the back of her in the back of her thing. I wonder what was going on. Well, that might be yeah, I thought it was you. It might be me. No, it was, I don't know, well, maybe it was, I don't know. It was, I definitely heard somebody clanging and banging in the background. Oh, yep, that's But, definitely me. My husband's doing stuff in the house, so I apologize. Oh, no worries. <laughs> no worries. Uh, I think it's, it back. wasn't me because I'm alone. Okay. Ashley's back. My, someone called me. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. <laughs> I'm like, dang it. As soon disturb. as my phone, I was like. Oh, good. You didn't miss okay. out on much. But now is your turn to answer what's been the most challenging muscle group for you to grow. Okay. So definitely my delts and my quads. Um, so I've always been extremely small. Like when I first started, I was like, you know, 92 pounds. Um, and I didn't know how to train or anything like that. I just, you know, would watch girls off Instagram and then try and, you know, copy their workouts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had no clue what I was doing. So I would always try and go way heavier than, I, than my muscles w were able to, you know, work with. Mm -hmm. It was like way too much weight. So for my delts, I kept using way too much weight for like lateral raises and stuff like that. So I would always um, use my traps. So I would never, ever, ever actually use my delt muscle. I would always use my traps. That's why my traps are so 
big now because <laughs> I trained them wrong for so long and yeah, I always thought, mm-hmm. yeah and I just thought that that's how you grew you grow by adding weight yep. and keep adding weight and I didn't know yeah no form yeah I didn't know that you know if you're not actually activating the muscle that it's not working <laughs> like the, right but I didn't know anything and I didn't know any better and I had nobody to tell me otherwise so that was extremely hard um I didn't really start seeing any delt growth um until really I met Curtis and he basically my husband and he basically was just like what the heck are you doing so um you know he he was like drop the weight like you're using way too much weight you can't even get that weight up and I'm like oh okay I was like trying to do like 15 20 pounds wrote lateral raises and I'm like a stick so it was like you know just ridiculous and then um for my quads, I mean, my knees were so weak because my quad muscle was so weak. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have any development in my quads at all. Um, and so I just couldn't even, I mean, I would cry doing an air squat. Like it was so bad. Aww. And I, and I really thought that like, well, maybe I'm just not fit for this. Like I'm not designed to, you know, train like this. Like my knees are just messed up. Like I just thought that I had bad knees. Right. I was like, oh, my knees are just bad. And like that, that was just my excuse. Like, I just didn't know. And then, you know, after training with Curtis for a while, he's like, look, you're going to have to stop putting on so much weight. You do not have the development right now to be able to, to use this weight properly. Like you're not even using the muscle that you're trying to use. Mm -hmm. So we did like just a ton of just like really light stuff, a lot of volume, kettlebell stuff, dumbbell stuff. Um, you know, I would do leg press with no weight, like stuff like that. And to me in my head, I'm like, this is going to get me nowhere. Like I'm thinking in my head, like I have no weight on here. I don't really feel like it's working. I just feel like I'm in pain and it's not really doing anything. Um, and he was, you know, I trusted him and he was like, look, just keep doing this for a while. You have to build up your strength. We need to force blood into the quads. We need to, you know, really, really learn how to activate these muscles without having to focus so much on how much weight you're doing. And so I finally, you know, dropped my ego and I was like, okay, I really just am going to trust him and not worry. And that changed my life because I was never able to do an air squat. And now I'm, you know, lifting, I'm doing squats heavier than what I weigh. And it's just like, I just can't, and it's with ease too. Like, I don't even think about it. I used to have to talk myself into doing anything with weight because I would, I was so scared of my knees Mm -hmm. hurting. I would wear like wraps and everything around my knees because I couldn't do anything without them. And now my knees are so strong and I haven't done anything except for I took the time to build the proper muscle so I can actually engage what I'm doing and focus on what I'm doing instead of trying to muscle up the, the weight that I could barely even handle. So it it, definitely, those two areas were my, more my hardest to grow, but now they're my strongest. So awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It's really cool. It definitely shows (laughs) that you can't be scared to just start small and go from there. Right. Exactly. That's great. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, great answer. Um, So since, you know, Ashlyn and I are so deep in prep right now, I thought this was an appropriate question was um, what or who, do you refer to when you're really digging deep in prep, when you really need that extra little bit of motivation? Is there maybe like a podcast or a person or videos or something that you refer to? So uh, in my case, I always reach out to my mom or my coach or uh, my family in general, my sister too. Uh, She always supports me a lot. Um, And yet when I have those days or, uh, even when I'm feeling, even when I'm feeling great, I would say, 
uh, they make me see things that I can't sometimes and definitely they make me realize that I'm capable of more than what I normally think because I, I really want to always have my feet on the ground so sometimes I just think I'm smaller than I am um, uh, now you know um, in terms of work and, and in terms of being an athlete too so besides them um, I like to follow positive people on social media too I like to support other competitors mm -hmm. and uh, I know they support me back when I need or feel down uh, like right. Ash like um, Phoebe Hagen or uh, Cristobalina Pajares mm -hmm. uh, many people and this sport is really great because of that um, yeah. And yeah, it's important to share our feelings with everyone and not carry the burden all the time, I think. Uh, so if you share with your friends and with the other competitors because they know how you feel and they, they already struggled with that too, uh, you always feel supported. So, so yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Mine would definitely be... Um, my husband, for sure. I mean, his drive just motivates me so much. I've never seen somebody that works so hard and does it with such ease. Like he just, he's just such a, an, a good energy to be around. And it really, really pushes me to be my absolute best because I constantly want to make him proud. And And my coach and my clients really keep me motivated. I will always look up to the top pros, of course, because I aspire to be, you know, at the top. Mm -hmm. So I absolutely love going to their, you know, pages and watching their journeys and all that stuff. But I really think that my biggest motivation um, definitely comes from, you know, my husband, my clients, and then my coach. Just because I know that my clients look to me for motivation and I know that that keeps me motivated and wants me to push harder for them mm -hmm. because I want them to see, I want, I want to be a good role model as I possibly can for them. So it definitely keeps me going, knowing that I have people that are, you know, looking up to me for motivation as well. That's awesome. Definitely mm -hmm. goes both ways for sure. It's your family. Yeah. Yes. Lovely. yes. I love that. And I, I love that in the bikini division is that we can all look to each other for that support because this is not an easy thing to do. And that mm -hmm. when yes. you do kind of make those friendships, it's so validating, you know. So I'm glad that our, our division's like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I was just curious because I know you guys have both done a good amount of shows. Um, so I'm curious what your favorite show or your favorite look to date has been. So for me, uh, I will have to say that it was the Olympia. Uh, not because it was the Olympia, but uh, because it was my smoothest prep and I was eating a lot and doing a minimal cardio to just one hour and for me one hour is uh, it's it's not uh, a lot mm -hmm. uh, for what I normally do so I was on vacation too and I was super relaxed and everything was dedicated to that prep and it reflect reflected uh, on my package as well um, as as normal as it always happens uh, so about the show um, I was so relaxed Uh, stepping on stage and on that stage uh, because my mentality was so chill I would say so chill uh, that it couldn't go better for me because I wasn't thinking about placings whatsoever I was just like leaving the moment there and enjoying the result of my hard work during that whole year because 2019 
was a tough year to qualify due to, to the pointing system. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I was just there living the moment, uh, living there with my coach, too, because it was his first time there in Las Vegas and at the Olympia as well. So we were just living our dream. <laughs> and I just was super okay with that. I wouldn't care if I placed like dead last because it would be the dead last of the Olympia. So I was super okay with yeah. everything. And then regarding the look itself, uh, it was by far my favorite makeup and hair look. And I felt really good with the physique I presented. So it was um, everything perfect for me, like such a good experience. That's great. Oh my gosh. I love well, I'm that. glad that you got to end on that note. <laughs> before the rona hit <laughs> yeah man jesus <laughs> oh. what about you ashlyn my favorite show and look was definitely wins the strength arizona pro i mean i just had such a blast at that show it was ran so smoothly it was so fun the venue that it was at was really fun um i mean i did place top five which i was blown away because that was the um there was a lot of people that were you know um, doing that show as like a runner up for the, the Olympia just so they could get, you know, um, practice before they get on the Olympia stage. So I was going up against like some really good competitors Mm -hmm. and I had zero, like zero expectations. I was like, I'm probably probably going to get like third call out. Like, I'm like thinking like all these people are just going to smoke me. And I'm just like, you know, just, I just wanted to go have fun. And I was like, I love the package that I brought. I was super happy. My makeup hair, everything looked so good. And I just loved that day. I thought it was such a good day. And I ended up, you know, coming in fifth place and I was just shocked. I was like, oh my gosh. Cause I was up there with all of these people that were, you know, Olympians and about to go to the Olympia and I was just blown away. So that was probably my favorite time and just the best overall package and look that I've brought to date. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's really great. Cool. Um, So since I'm an amateur and this is not something I have experience with, I really want to know what's it like being a sponsored athlete and what are some of those perks that typically come with it? Well, that's such a great question. (laughs) Uh, Knowing you have the support of a family um, other than yours uh, is such a good feeling um, for everyone, I bet. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it will depend on the people behind the brand, um, for sure. Uh, and on their approach to and main goals, obviously. But it, if you are with someone who wants the best for you, for real, uh, you just know uh, that you couldn't be in a better place, uh, firstly. Yeah. <laughs> so I think for me and for my experience, I think it will depend on the people behind the brand. Sure. Uh, but yeah. overall, like in an overall view, you will always have a good experience from being a sponsored athlete because it's a support that you know that you have. Like it's not about money. It's like the support that you yeah. have, like mentally the support. Um, and then, of course, it's amazing to have that feeling of belonging to a group of people who mm-hmm. create products so that you can be healthier and that you can use every day because of what you love to do mm-hmm. um, so that you can feel better. And, yeah, that you use every day with pride uh, because because the idea of being connected to the brand makes you see it as your project, too. Um at least for me and it's like it's your work it's your goal and you start working towards the same goals too like if they have 
a certain goal, you will do everything or everything that you can to reach the goal, like faster or uh, 100% the goal. So you start wanting more and more uh, the brand to grow and to be as successful as possible because you are part of it and you represent it. Mm -hmm. And they are like, it's not like your parents, but they are like, um, they are holding you. So it's part of you. And yeah, at least, at least that's what I feel with Project AD. I love yep. that. I would definitely agree with that for <laughs> sure. I was going to say it's seriously like an honor and a blessing to work with people that you get to call your family and that constantly support you and encourage you. And then, you know, it's, I'm just really grateful that I have companies that believe enough in me that they want me to be a part of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's super humbling and it makes me feel, you know, thankful that I get to spread good word about amazing products that have truly helped me in my journey. So it's, de it's definitely something that is, it's really, it's it, a blessing. Like, yeah, it's a blessing and you like you invest in them and they invest in you. So it, it's definitely a mutual, you know, benefit for both, mm -hmm. both people. And it's really nice because they believe in you and you believe in them. Yeah. So it's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Well, maybe one day I'll be a sponsored athlete. <laughs> of course. Yes. You don't need to be a you pro. Will, you will. That's yeah. Awesome. And you don't need Hopefully. to be a pro to be sponsored. So yeah, yeah, you just kind need of a to have conception too. That yeah, you just you need to have like pro. a good, a good um, uh, social media too, of course. But you just uh -huh. have to have a good mentality uh, regarding yeah. everything and the sport and the industry itself, so that they can like see you as a potential benefit for them, and they want to yeah. work with you and they want your face to represent what they are creating so right. you don't need to be a pro uh, many many brands actually they don't care if you are a pro or not they just care about yep. what you are and what you can mm -hmm. give them and what you how you can represent them so yep of course yes you will have one yeah that's great and I think that's good to know too for amateurs or anyone who is looking for a sponsorship is that it is mm -hmm. a partnership you know so that's really great yep. cool yeah um, and so with the coronavirus happening and all the changes that some of these uh, production companies are going to be putting on, um, NorCal is going to be having us wear masks on stage. So I wanted to get your guys' opinions on masks and really kind of what you think about that. <laughs> okay, well, uh, so honestly, I think that having in mind that we just want to compete and that's um, all about competing now, like and actually that's competing during these days it's not a common thing like it was before it makes you just accept everything <laughs> at least for me it, i would accept it like n no chance so mm -hmm. i would completely um uh go with the mask uh no 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 problems with that yeah. uh, because I can't compete now and it would be my only chance to step on stage you know <laughs> so right. that wouldn't be a problem for me um they are a bit itchy and and stuff like that but, <laughs> right you know, we, we can handle that I think uh, yeah. but regarding the look itself honestly I would feel super confused about the look of it because I wouldn't know if I would wear one that could match the bikini or a black one or I don't know <laughs> at all uh, but I am super excited to see how it goes in uh, 10, 10 days so yeah. or nine days not nine days now so yeah I'm super excited actually 
Yeah, I'm I'm about it. I mean, if it makes other people feel safe and comfortable, Yay. then I'm all mm-hmm. for that. Like, it's fine to me. This is history, so it'll be really cool to look back on. Obviously, is it ideal? Do I want to put something on my face where I feel kind of suffocated? No. <laughs> but no. <laughs> that doesn't mean that, you know, that I won't do it. If it if it means that I can get on stage and do what I love to do, it does not bother me one single day. Right. Like, it's not going to mm-hmm. change the experience. It's still – you still get to compete. It's just, you know, with a little bit of extra fabric. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be funny. really cool. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely an unpre- unprecedented time. And so I think it just kind of goes with this whole crazy 2020 year. Um, but I think they're going to look really cool. Um, my suit designer, Toxic Angels Bikinis, has made matching masks for us. Um, so I got like a light yes. scatter of the same stones and the same fabric color. So I think it's going to look really, really cool. Um, but I do think that it could probably be maybe a little distracting if someone goes up there with a completely different pattern type of mask. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it could look really good. And then I think it could probably be a little distracting. But I guess we'll end up seeing what, what people bring to the table. I know. I'm curious mm-hmm. to see what, how it's going to play out. I mean, they're going back and forth on, you know, maybe taking the mask off and just putting it on your wrist while you're posing. And then once you get off the stage, put it back yeah. on. So we're, they're playing with it a little bit. We may not have to wear it like during our routine, but um, even if we do have to, it's really not that big of a deal. I think that if you get a matching one with like, you know, the, the blinged out matching one, like toxic angels bikini is going to do for Mm -hmm. us, then it's going to be so cute. Yeah, totally (laughs) agree. And I think even with, if you just don't have to wear it during your individual routine, but I'd be fine wearing it during comparisons, you know, because then you can have the same amount of people up on the stage without as much social distancing, but I guess we'll see. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Yes, it is. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So for my final question, I wanted to end on a positive note. And I wanted to ask, what has been the funnest moment of your career so far? Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a win, but it could be, you know, something like friendships made or, you know, traveling to a place you've never been before. But what has been the funnest moment of your bodybuilding career? Okay. I've had some embarrassing ones too, but funny. <laughs> After all, they were funny. <laughs> so the one I, I chose was that before before my first pro show like one hour before or even less um my bikini bottoms broke oh no (laughs) yeah but it was funny after all so don't worry um (laughs) so both of the sides and I was eating and suddenly I felt like a pop uh I and I just thought like okay something happened and I can't even get up unless I want everyone to see me without my bikini bottoms so my coach was there with me and I just waited and messaged the girl who used to make my bikinis by that time and she just laughed like she just laughed and replied saying oh my god you got fat so I was like okay "Okay, man I was like okay so I have no bikini bottoms I'm going to my like to go I'm going to do my very first bikini pro show and I just got fat now I'm really wow. bloated now because I'm stressed I if oh my <laughs> that's goodness. what I thought <laughs> so yeah my poker face was legit by that time <laughs> um, and yeah <laughs> I told my coach and he tried to do everything like with needles with this and that and we even asked my hairdresser 
um, there if he had something that could fix it. We don't, we didn't know, so we tried everything, uh, and we were with our heart on our hands, like we say here in Portugal. So even some friends went to the store to buy needle and thread and, and stuff like that. And we, I didn't even use that uh, after all. But anyways, it was such a stress. Um, and yeah, uh, I ended up stepping on stage with uh, my bikini bra, actually, and a friend's bikini bottoms oh. because the color was the almost the same and I thought of her. So I messaged her and she um, she's an amateur, so she competed before me. So I thought, okay, maybe she still has the bikini with her, like in, in the car or something like that. So yeah, I will just message her and see if I, we could can fix this. And yeah, she <laughs> she um, got me the, the bikini uh, bottoms and I stepped on stage with two parts, like my bikini uh, uh, bra and her bikini bottoms. Oh, so yeah, but before that, yeah, my bikini bottoms broke and the girl said I was fat. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was cool after all. I <laughs> It was a good experience after all. Wow. So, so are we doing funniest moment or funny? Either one works. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, I didn't do a funny Wait, one. Wait, <laughs> what's the difference? Funny. Oh my god. Fun could just be like, it was just super fun in general. You love the show, you love the venue, whatever, whatever. Funniest is also very appropriate, and I like that story. Um, so yeah, it's either funny. one works. <laughs> okay, yeah. alright, so new vocabulary to Beatrice Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Still a great story. I'm glad you shared that. That's, uh, I would probably lose my mind. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that would that would definitely stress me out so it was bad. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, in the moment, I, it was terrible. But yeah, now now it's it was just fun. Nice. Okay, so I'll do a funny one because I didn't do a funny one originally. I didn't write that out, but I'll do a funny one. So, um, my funniest moment was definitely um, at Miami. I did nationals in Miami twice. So the first time, not the second time when I went pro, but the first time that I competed, I think it was. 2017. Um, <laughs> I was so nervous. This was my first national show ever. And I was so nervous. And I like my heels were kind of crappy because they were, I don't even think the, sh I mean, I didn't know anything about the shoe fairy. They probably existed, but I didn't know anything about them. So I just got my heels off. Uh, like there was like a store down the street. Pretty sure it was like, you know, one of those, stripper stores you know yeah. what I'm they, have like <laughs> they have like all the clear heels and stuff it was like the only place to the get stripper them, outlet right? else to get them. yeah and so I was like well I think that's where I can go so I went there and I got my heels and they were like just really cheap and just not good um but they you know they worked so I did them or I used them and um <laughs> I just so funny so I was walking off the stage and I'm and I was still looking at the judges like I'm almost like off the stage I don't know why I was still looking at them because I've been told like <laughs> stare at the judges until you get off the stage and I like took it way too literal so I like was literally staring at them and I missed the step and I fell and there's a guy and oh I don't my know god if you, I don't know if you guys have seen him before um but he usually is the one he's in a wheelchair and he's an older gentleman and he usually is helping the girls off the stage and he's always backstage he was there whenever I went pro too so he's usually back there helping at uh, Miami Nationals and he literally caught me in his lap like I fell <laughs> tumbled down and he literally rolled over and caught me in his lap 
I was like, oh my gosh, you just saved my life. Like literally. And he was, he was dying laughing and I'm like hysterical at this point, just like so embarrassed. So I was like, I'm so sorry. And he was just like, no, you're fine. Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, but I was, I, I thought that I was definitely like, there's no way that I'm going to place because I know they just saw me fall down the (laughs) stairs. (laughs) Oh my God. I was so nervous and I ended up coming in fifth place, but I was like, oh my gosh, there's no way that I'm going to place because they just saw me like, like just fall down the stairs. And it was the most embarrassing thing ever. Maybe that <laughs> oh my made God, them I remember believe. you even more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. The positive but that, sides. That guy was so sweet. I don't, I don't know his name, but he is seriously the sweetest guy ever. And he was just like, he's like, no, don't worry. Like, I got you. You're fine. And he's like, are you hurt? I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm just really, really embarrassed. (laughs) That's my only problem. No, that's really the only embarrassing and like funny thing that's really happened to me in my career. Everything else has been pretty smooth. Thank God. Yeah, for me too. Only the bikini bottoms. Gosh, I feel like it would be like that is one of my worst fears is going up on stage and tripping and falling right before the judges. Um, but you know, oh as God. long as it can be funny after, then that's you know, it's a good memory. I know. <laughs> I'm just so glad he was there to catch me. Seriously, <laughs> I don't know what would have happened. Long fall. Face <laughs> sure. Wow. Well, great. Well, those were all the questions I had for you guys. Um, I thought those were great answers. Thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate that. We appreciate you so yes. much for coming on today. Yeah, thank you so much. This is um, it was so great, so great to get to chit chat with you guys. I've been listening to this podcast since its inception, so it just feels pretty, pretty wild that I got to be uh, featured mm-hmm. today. So thank you guys so so much. <laughs> we are happy. We have thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we're so glad. Extremely you came. awesome. Great. All right, ladies. Until next week. Yep. Right. See you next Bye. week. Thank you. <laughs>